الحمد لله وكفاه وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهدينهم سبولنا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم We as human beings we have an affinity toward excellence When we see excellence we have this sort of attraction toward it we look up to it and Sometimes we ourselves seek it. And what you'll also notice about excellence is that when someone or some group or some body or some entity is pursuing excellence, the people around also begin to appreciate that and they themselves then sort of strive toward excellence. As a community in general, I think we appreciate this. You know, for instance, every year there's a, a list that comes out, comes out of the top uh, you know, 10 universities in the country or in the world. The top most excellent universities in the world. And when that list comes out, you know, it's publicized widely and there's a lot of attention given to it and people are excited to look, you know, to see who made the top of that list. Is it because they themselves are ever going to attend that university? I mean, many a times, you know, we are many years past that phase in our life. So what does it have to do with me, right? But, but why is it that I'm so interested? It's because I have an affinity towards seeing who are those beings, who are those entities that have actually excelled in whatever it is that they're pursuing. Um, sometimes they'll sort of publish the top five or top ten restaurants in the state, right? Those that are deemed to be the most excellent in terms of quality, service, overall experience. And that list comes out and everyone's really interested in seeing, well, who's on that list? Even though I may never eat there, even though it may have nothing to do with me, just the fact that someone appreciated excellence in that field, it's so attractive, and because of our affinity toward excellence, we begin to look at it. Right? This is very commonplace. And there's so many examples of this. I remember when I, where I trained, the hospital where I had trained, every year they would list, come out, the, the, you know, the, um, there'd, there'd be a list of the top 10 hospitals in, in, the, in the country. And every year there was all this excitement leading up to that release because everyone wanted to know at the hospital, is this the pl are we going to be on that list? Where are we going to land? Are we going to be one, two, three, four, five? There's this, there's this sort of excitement that was sort of built. So in every single sphere, you sort of see this, right? This desire to see excellence, even if it's not necessarily pertinent to me. Now, the Prophet also taught us a bit about excellence as well. And rather than being sort of arbitrary or abstract, the Prophet was very specific about this. And it comes in hadith that he had mentioned uh, as follows. He said that verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed excellence in every single thing. Inna Allah katab al-ihsana ala kulli shay. Directly relevant to us that indeed with emphasis verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed or has assigned you can say to us to his believers has assigned excellence in every single thing. In every responsibility, in every commitment, in every facet of my life, what has been prescribed for me is the pursuit of excellence in all of these things. It's very unique, right? Because excellence we think of often in one particular domain. I just give you examples. 
you know, you're not going to find a restaurant that's going to meet the standards of excellence in terms of the top hospitals or top universities or top airports. It's going to be in that particular thing. Uh, and on top of that, in general, when we're seeking excellence in things, many a times we sort of um, narrow it down to one particular facet of our life. So we may see, be excellent in your academics and try to get A's. That's you know, commonly what we hear. Be excellent in the workplace. If someone's an athlete, be excellent on the court. Be excellent with your, with your jump shot. Right? So it's a very narrow sort of scope, right? depending on our circumstance. Rarely are you going to find someone who's going to advise you or advise me that look, in everything that you pursue, in everything that you seek, in every commitment that you have, or every responsibility that's been assigned to you, or that you've assigned to yourself, seek excellence, ihsan, in all of these things. Right? That's, that's very unique. And the Prophet is assigning this to all of us. Through, Allah Ta'ala is assigning it to us, and the Prophet is relaying this to us. What's also unique about not just that it's excellence in everything, um, but on top of that, you know, when we think about deen, we would think that, you know, we have this concept of ihsan or excellence in worship, right? And the pinnacle of worship is when I can, you know, the definition of ihsan in this context is that I worship Allah as if I see him. That's having the sort of pinnacle of, 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 of ihsan or of deen, which is ihsan. But what's again unique here is that it's in every single facet of my life. And it's not just in worship. It's in everything, whether it be my personal life, whether it be my social life, my studies, my career, my coming to the masjid, my interaction with my parents or my children, whether it be, um, you know, whatever, whatever sort of, you can say, uh, responsibility that I have in this world, whatever commitment I've made, what's been prescribed to me by Allah Ta'ala, as highlighted by the Prophet is that I have to seek excellence in all of these things. Right? I had to seek excellence in all of these things. And I, th I think it's really important to appreciate this because, you know, when we're talking about our ability to be great or in our ability to reach our potential, we're often very limited. Right? Meaning, like, yeah, I suppose you, you and I may have people that push us toward something, particularly in our field or in our studies or in our academics or in some other pursuit, in the car that I drive or the home that I live in. Will be, but, you know, rarely are you going to find someone that's going to inspire us to say that, look, in everything that you do, in every, let's put it this way, in every moment that you exist, in every moment that you exist, seek excellence in that particular moment. And that's incredibly powerful. And that's incredibly inspiring. And that's only going to come from the Prophet ﷺ. So it applies to every single domain of our life. It's not just worship. Although, yes, worship is highlighted in other hadith that our worship should, we should seek excellence in our worship. But you look at the example of the Prophet and you look at his teachings in general and you see in his life excellence in every pursuit that he had. So that means for us also that it's excellence in our worship, excellence in our relationships, excellence in every single pursuit. We should strive and seek for excellence. Now it's interesting. There's a few sort of tangential points that are related to this. And our, our Mashaikh would say that uh, they would tell us that people who excel in one or two particular fields, they tend to excel in everything else that they pursue as well. And my sheikh would say, it's a very interesting statement, he would say, the, the sifa, the characteristic, sifa means characteristic or the quality, the sifa of excellence cannot be turned off and on. The sifa of excellence 
you can't turn it off and on. It's not like a light switch where when it's this particular time of day, I'm going to turn it on and be excellent in what am I pursuit, and then a few hours later, I turn it off, and, and I now sort of become lazy, and I, I no longer seek to excel. And, and, and similarly, or, or along those lines, the sifai of excellence means that if I'm going to be excellent in my, acad- in my deen, that means that's going to translate into, in my deen meaning my worship, that's going to now translate into everything else that I do as well. It's rare that you're going to find someone who is lazy in their studies, lazier in their academics, lazy in the workplace, lazy with their families, and then all of a sudden when it comes to their worship of coming to the masjid and worshiping Allah, all of, the direct worship of Allah, that all of a sudden they're not going to excel. Because the quality of excellence, it's expected in everything, and in general, those people that seek excellence are excellent, well-rounded individuals in everything that they do. It's not something that can be turned on and off. Laziness, if someone has laziness, for instance, in the workplace, that's going to translate into laziness in every other sort of aspect of their life. If someone's lazy when it comes to their academics, or someone's lazy when it comes to in the home and being with their families, that's going to translate into laziness in everything as well. The sifa of excellence cannot be turned on and off. So something that we really should think about, so that's one tangential point, is that, you know, it can't be that if I begin to seek Allah, and now I'm now, I now feel this sort of depth in my relationship with Allah and my pursuit of Allah, and I'm now coming to the masjid more, I'm doing this, this, and this more. But then in every other sort of you know, uh, environment that I exist in, like for instance the workplace, I'm going to be the laziest employee possible. Right? It's, just, it's not going to fit. It's not befitting of me as a believer. It's not befitting of the qualities of excellence that require me to seek excellence in everything. Eventually it'll catch up. That laziness will then come into my deen as well. And vice versa. You'll often see... We'll often see people who, let's say, really pursue excellence in whatever it is that they're striving for, even outside of deen. Eventually, when Allah Ta'ala captures their heart and infuses deen into them, and now they become attracted to deen, you and I will see that these individuals become the leaders of Islam. Because they already had the characteristic of excellence in them. That energy was just being channeled in the wrong direction or in different directions or a bit scattered. Now you infuse the love of Allah in their hearts and the pursuit of deen. And now that excellence is not, they become the leaders of this deen as well. We see this sort of time and time again. You know, it's rare that you're going to find people who, you know, are the other way, they go the other way around. So that's one point to to recognize about, about excellence. Another point to appreciate uh, is uh, that um, excellence in deen doesn't necessarily mean a perfect outcome. Excellence in deen doesn't necessarily mean, ihsan in deen doesn't necessarily mean a perfect outcome or an excellent outcome. It specifically refers to the intention and the effort that I put into something. Because that's what Allah Ta'ala appreciates. The reason I'm saying this is because sometimes we really have a pure intention, we really put an effort forth, and the end outcome is not exactly what we were seeking. It's not the school of our choice. It's not the job of our preference. It's not the home that we had desired. But if the intention and the effort is pure, indeed, that's how we define excellence. Now, we should all analyze our lives, right? And just reflect upon everything, be it my worship. And what is it going to take for me to excel in my worship because Allah Ta'ala has prescribed excellence for me even in my worship. We should analyze our personal lives, you know, our lives in the home. And what is it, you know, that I can do to perfect or seek excellence in my homely life, in, my, in the life at home? Service to my family, service to the home, etc. This also requires excellence. 
It applies to my studies and my academics. It applies to my workplace as well. You know, my teachers would say that, um, that you should work so hard in the workplace that your, employers, your employer should be thinking, you know, after a few months of service, they should be thinking that if this person were to leave our job, what would we do? What would we do? Where would our company be? Right? This is what, this is what our mashayikh would teach us. If this person were to leave, what, where would that then leave us? That should be the sort of um, uh, appreciation that people have for the effort and sacrifice that we put in the pursuit of excellence. So, in, in so many things, right? Whether, even for instance, my service of deen, if I have some responsibility to the masjid or to the community, I should seek excellence in the way I prepare for this, the time I spend toward it, the way I execute all of this should revolve around how can I be as excellent as possible in these things. My intention should be pure, and my effort should be pure. And inshallah, the outcome will also be, will also be excellent, but, but of course Allah Ta'ala ultimately will decide that. So this is something that we should um, just re- remind ourselves. I, I, think I, just, I think we often need this reminder. Sometimes we're very scattered, right? We, we have many, effort, many responsibilities on our shoulder. Sometimes we sign up for these when we shouldn't sign up. Um, Sometimes they're assigned to us. I mean, if I have a family, I have parents, and I have children, or I'm just a Muslim that has to pray five times a day, those bare minimum essentials of relationship and worship, these, at the bare minimum, I should excel in. Right? All of us have some responsibilities toward our workplace, toward our, maybe our studies, toward our families, and toward our worship in Allah Ta'ala. Bare minimum, which means I should start with these three and analyze this in my life and say, how have I sought excellence in this? Have I sought to be as good as possible as I can possibly be in these three particular domains? Now, once I've established that and I've appreciated that and I've done some critical analysis of that, I then move on to the next phases, those other responsibilities that I have. Like I said, maybe I have some role in community service. Maybe I play some role in the masjid. Maybe I play some role toward some other sort of extracurricular that I'm involved in or I've signed up for. Even if it's something like sports or recreation or activity or exercise, whatever it may be, how is it that I can perfect my effort in all of these things and attain ihsan? Because although I may not see it now, at the Day of Judgment, I will be asked about all these as well. Because, in Allah كتب الإحسان على كل شيء That Allah Ta'ala is expecting of me, He's prescribed for me, excellence in every single pursuit that I have, in every single aspect of my life. And we have to look no further than the Prophet ﷺ, right? I mean, such a well-rounded individual, of course his worship was perfect, of course, right? there's no doubt about that. But he was so particular about so many things that you and I would consider to be mundane. The way he ate, the way he brushed his teeth, the way he walked into the home, the way he greeted his family, the way he worked and earned a living, I mean, the way he dealt with the community, I mean, all of these things, the Prophet ﷺ exemplified excellence in every single one of these features. We could say, well, what does it matter, right? If his worship is excellence, ultimately he's here to teach us about Allah and Allah's greatness, so leave the rest of his life alone. But that wasn't the Prophet ﷺ. As our model and as our example, we see that he pursued, he pursued and he achieved excellence in everything. We may not achieve excellence, but we should at least seek and pursue excellence in everything that we do. So the take-home from today, the sum, sort of the summary point, is that we as human beings, we have a natural affinity toward excellence in general. 
And when we, in, in the context of this, we should appreciate that what's expected of us from Allah Ta'ala is that we pursue excellence in every commitment that we have. It's expected of us, it's been prescribed for us, and ultimately we'll be asked about it as well. And our deen encourages us that in every facet of our life, starting from our worship, extending into our responsibilities like work and school, extending into our responsibilities like our social aspect, the social aspect of our lives like our home, uh, extending into the broader community and the responsibilities that I have, extending into the responsibilities toward my parents, toward my children, toward my clothing, toward my food, toward really everything, right? that it's expected that I'm going to seek excellence in all of this. And in deen in particular, although the outcome may not be perfect, are my intention and my effort that I put toward all of these endeavors should be excellent. Or we should at least pursue excellence in all of this. And we hope that we can, uh, you know, we will leave such an example that the people around us will see uh, the excellence that exists in us. Not because we have something to show, but because it's through this that they themselves will appreciate that those people who are seeking Allah, they don't turn the switch on and off when it comes to their excellence. It's in every aspect of their life, including their character, their worship, their example, there's, there's excellence. And because human beings have an affinity to excellence, when we exemplify excellence, human beings will then be attracted or have an affinity toward us as well. And this is ultimately how the deen spreads and evolves. The reason that we're so attracted to our scholars and our ulama and to our mashayikh is because they've achieved excellence to some degree, or to, 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 to the greatest degree that we've been able to see. Right? The reason we have such an affinity to the Prophet is exactly this. So we ourselves have the ability to model this degree of excellence so the people around us also have some affinity toward deen as a, as a reflection of the excellence that we've all pursued. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you and I the tawfiq to um, to, to seek excellence in all of our matters. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to uh, follow the prophetic example of excellence. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept uh, our efforts toward excellence based off of the intentions and the efforts that we put forth. Wa akhra da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.